financial literacy, and the human condition. Welcome to Financial Fitness with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Rayum. I'm Jess Tyler along with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Ram for Financial Fitness. Good morning. Good morning, Jess. How's it going? It is going good. We are talking one of my favorite topics today, credit. <laughs> I can almost hear the, the needle scratch on the record like, <laughs> uh, you know, credit. Well, we have to talk about credit because, uh, first of all, it affects most of us at least at some time in our life and it's not repeatedly. And it seems to be a not so well understood topic. And we turn to places for help. Like you've heard me mention Credit Karma in the past because I always say you may not be getting your accurate credit score, your accurate FICO score if you're getting your Credit Karma score. And, and that's no slight on Credit Karma. It's just a fact. There's, if, you're, if your bank, who is about to approve you for a loan, is pulling your score from FICO, I will talk about who FICO is and all of that. But if they're pulling your score from FICO and you're relying on your score from Credit Karma, you need to know that Credit Karma is not using your FICO score. And I will say before we, you and I started talking, I was using Credit Karma all the time because it was free and easy and you get the little yeah. thing and the app, but it's definitely different. I went for a car loan, I don't know, a few years back, and the number was completely different than what the Credit Karma score was. Sure. So I don't have any problem with Credit Karma in general. They do a lot of free financial things, you know, that's, I'm always happy anytime somebody can get some financial education that helps move their idea about managing money forward. Mm -hmm. But recently, Credit Karma has been slapped on the wrist a bit, a $3 million slap. And for Credit Karma, that really is a slap on the wrist by the Federal Trade Commission for doing something that maybe wasn't so great. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, uh, you know, you I don't know. I don't work for Credit Karma. I don't work for the Federal Trade Commission. I only know what has happened. And what has happened is Federal Trade Commission fined them $3 million because they were posting ads. So part of the thing about Credit Karma is the reason things are free on Credit Karma is because they have advertising that pays them to keep their lights on. Right. That advertising, if you just take a moment and go under About Credit Karma, you will read like two paragraphs immediately that tells you. We're, you know, when you use our free products, we're also going to lob up these ads that may be customized for you, right? They're ads that are targeted to you, Mm -hmm. and they may be offers for lending. And if you borrow from one of the people that we, one of the companies that we recommend, it actually says we probably, it doesn't even say we may, we probably will make money on this. So that's, you can't blame them. That's how they're doing it, right? right? Yeah. That was okay. What wasn't okay is that they were putting up ads that said that you were Mm pre-approved and that you had a 90% chance of approval. It turns out that you weren't pre-approved. There was no pre-approval process, apparently, and that they had actually tested these ads and found that your 90% chance of being permanently approved was much more effective than saying, for instance, you had a high rate of approval. Mm-hmm. or a high chance of approval. Okay. So they knew, according to the FTC, again, they knew that putting up that ad that said, you are pre-approved with a 90% chance of approval, got hit. It got people to apply for loans. So the Federal Trade Commission came in and said, you know what, that's not okay, and we're going to fine you 
$3 million, and that $3 million is coming to the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, and will go back to consumers who continue the application processes. Where this is really hard to quantify is how much damage could they have done to somebody who believes this. So let's run through it for a second, Jeff. Let's say that you are on Credit Karma getting your free Vantage score, not FICO score, but Vantage score. Well, I'll explain the difference. Let's say that you're out there getting your free score, Mm -hmm. and you up pops an ad that says, consolidate all your credit cards and get this great rate, or you can refinance your home, or you can get a better loan on your car. And you click the button and you apply. It looks enticing. Yeah, because you see that you've got a 90% chance of approval and you're pre-approved, and you believe this because you've given Credit Karma your information and they've targeted this ad that it's supposed to be appropriate for you. So you click on it and you apply. Then the creditor pulls your credit. You get an inquiry on your credit report. That will already damage your credit a tiny bit, but mm-hmm. it will. Then if you get declined for this loan, you're going to take a hit. To, yeah, exactly, right. Now you're off shopping for another loan somewhere. Mm-hmm. Now every time you do this, the chances that you will pay a higher interest rate or get declined completely are increasing. So how do we know what kind of damage was done to the average person who did this? We really don't unless they say, hey, unless they really documented it. I applied here. I was declined. Then I went to another place. I was, you know, unless you really documented it, you don't have a shot at doing this, which is where the Federal Trade Commission comes in and says, look, our job is to protect the public in general. Here's what we think happened. We've assessed a value to this, which is $3 million. And we're going to take this $3 million and send it back to consumers who had continued in the uh, the loan processing area that path. They kept moving forward to process their loans. I wonder if there'll be any individual suits with people saying, you know, that it was more damage to them in particular. Well, you know, there might be. And I think that is a kind of a can of worms that, again, not being a lawyer, I have to guess about this with my limited legal prowess here. Mm -hmm. But I think that might be a can of worms that once the Federal Trade Commission has said, look, you were wrong to do this. Here's your fine. Wouldn't it be easier for an individual to say, hey, I was damaged by that? Now, that might mean that they can only get part of what the Federal Trade Commission's money is. I don't know. Or it might be that they have another kind of a lawsuit. It's it's an interesting question. You would think, Uh, too, that if if you use the words pre-approved, Approved, it should be 100%. Like if you're saying someone's pre-approved, there shouldn't be any small print that says there's a small possibility you couldn't. If pre-approved should be 100% approval or just don't use those words. Now, isn't that interesting that you said that? Because that in itself is the problem I have with the term pre-approved. Mm-hmm. People do it all the time. Yeah. Oh, I'm approved. All I have to do is fill out the form. Because it sounds like you have already been approved. <laughs> you are pre-approved. Approved. We've already done all the work. We know we're going to give you the loan. All you have to do is fill out the paperwork and you're going to get it. That's what it sounds like, right? Yeah. It it isn't that. Pre-approval is like you got pre-approved to be on their list to fill out an application. They they cannot pre-approve you without pulling your credit in any... They can't approve you without pulling your credit. And they can't do that without your permission. Mm -hmm. But because you're in Credit Karma and because you've given them your information... I think it's easy for people to believe, hey, they know about me already, and they're giving me this pre-approval for this loan, and it says I've got a 90% chance of approval. Why don't I try this? Now, to put this into perspective, when you go to the bank, and this is also a problem, that we use the same terms, but they have different definitions. Mm -hmm. When you go to a local bank and you say, I want to know how much money I would be able to 
pay for a house. They go through a pre-approval process. They actually pull your credit. Mm -hmm. They actually look at your credit. They ask you questions about your income. They give you information that says you're pre-approved for up to $250,000 to buy a home, but you need to keep in mind that if the taxes are very high in the area you're looking for, that might change this number or something like that. Uh, If your income isn't what you say it is, if your credit changes, this is only a pre-approval. It's worth about what the paper is that it's written on. Mm -hmm. It's not real approval, but it's an educated yes that you'll be approved when you go to a local bank and do this. When you open up your mailbox and there is a piece of direct mail in there that says, congratulations, Jeff, you have been pre-approved. You might as well be opening, congratulations, Jeff, you have won the lottery. Yeah, I just got a couple of these yesterday, actually. It's funny that we're talking about it, because I got a couple yesterday. One was for 0%, so I was like, oh, let me just open this up and look at it. And I looked at it, and it was for a MasterCard for 0%, but it was 0% for the first 12 months, and then it goes up to 26-point-something percent interest. Not if you make a late payment, just that automatically goes to that after 12 months. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. You have been (laughs) pre-approved. You've been pre-approved to be delusional for the first year. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Then we are coming to get you because our studies show that you will not remember that that rate is going up after a year. So, no, it's all all this game that that companies play to get your money. I mean, this is is what, sadly, this is what corporate America seems to have become, is a machine designed to separate you from your money. And they prey on people in their worst situations when mm-hmm. people are desperate if you're not interested in getting a new loan you don't even pay attention to that ad right but when you're out there shopping you know the internet has become such a machine for targeting ads it follows you everywhere you, it knows that you're looking at something next thing you know you get more of that same thing it's very difficult just to put this into perspective though just this three million dollar fine which might sound like a lot to someone credit karma uh, and these are estimations because it's hard to find the exact numbers, of course. They don't love to tell you that stuff. Mm-hmm. But an estimated revenue for one year for Credit Karma is about $300 million. Wow. So that's about 1% of one year of revenue. To go further, you need to remember that Credit Karma has a parent company, Intuit. Intuit is the company that makes QuickBooks and does a bunch of other things. TurboTax Intuit, and that, I think, right? Yeah, Intuit is one of, one of the top 100 companies mm-hmm. in the country. So this is a and slap they, on the wrist for them, really. They're worth $118 billion yeah. with a B, I think, or so, um, again, an estimate. But, I mean, $300 million is like, you know, swatting the fly. I mean, $3 million, sorry. It's like swatting a fly. You know, just uh, you guys were bad. You were bad for three years. You knew it. And here's your $3 million fine. And they probably but, made that on the advertising for this pre-approval oh, ad. You know, they probably did. I mean, who knows? I don't know what went behind this, too, but that might be how they figured out the penalty. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how they did it. But anyway, the reason we're talking about it isn't to beat up on Credit Karma, because believe me, Credit Karma got caught doing this, but I promise you, there are so many companies doing this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And the regulations have been loosened and loosened and loosened to the point where it's really hard to get any teeth in, in this stuff now. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau used to be the, the entity that watched out for the public, but they've been stripped of most of their power at this point. And so, you know, you, you get this. This is what you get. <laughs> you get these kinds of things that just don't matter to people. So we're talking a lot about, you know, credit and credit karma in general because it's in the news right now with a $3 million fine. Mm-hmm. But 
really, I want to dig in a little bit more in the second half and talk about what these credit scores mean. What is FICO and what is Credit Karma doing or other companies doing? Because you can get your score, like you just said a few minutes ago, your score was completely different than what the bank did. Right. Thank you right? You can get your score in all kinds of places, and it will always be different. So you need to understand what score you're looking at and what score your creditor is going to be looking at and what you can do about it. Okay. Can we get your phone number in the meantime? Absolutely. It's 413-773-3333. And I recommend everybody checking out HugYourMoney.com. We will have much more on credit scores coming up in the second half of Financial Fitness with The Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Ram, right here on WHMP. 